0: It is Sunday, December 26, 2021. You're tuned into The Blow Off, presented by the Hameen Media Group, channelattitude.com, and powered by Atmark Media. My name is Dr. Jargo, P-H-D, and I am joined alongside the COVID kid. He's the G-A-G from the P-W-C. He's the man who brings joy to the world. He's my man, (laughs) Jimmy T. Jimmy, Mary, let's see, you're still day after Christmas? No, you're two days after Christmas. So marry two days after Christmas. <laughs> Merry day after Christmas to everybody else. Jimmy, welcome back to your show, my friend.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm in a real hooked mood tonight, actually, Jago
0: oh yes hookers in the blow-off hookers in the (laughs) blow-off it Uh, goes hand in hand we will be talking about hook a little bit later on on today's show jimmy i know you're excited about that because i think hook might be the first topic that we've talked about since we've been doing the blow-off where we are at very opposite ends of the spectrum (laughs) you're in love with this kid and i'm just like (laughs) man
1: man, come on i mean Look, I was guilty of giving him a lot of shit before he stepped into the ring, but I take that shit all back, man, because, yeah, man,
0: I'm a fan. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, hookers and blow, hookers and (laughs) blow. Uh, (laughs) I want to start off with some WWE because, of course, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of WWE, and, Jimmy, I need you to fill me in. Uh, Day one coming up this coming weekend um January 1st is the date of the show and I tell you what man they loaded up some big matches on this card is this thing going to be worth watching is the build as good as this thing reads on paper
1: no I don't think the build has been as good as it reads on paper but I think it will be a good pay-per-view man I mean when you think about it the pay-per-views that WWE actually do seem to be much better these days than your Raw's or Smackdown's that's for sure do you think so yeah I do man yeah I really do
0: I I tend to enjoy the pay-per-views these days more so than actually the weekly shows. See, all I do is watch the pay-per-views because one of my rips in one of my compliments of WWE, all at the same time is about their video packages. Their video packages are so freaking good. I don't need to watch raw. I don't <laughs> need to watch SmackDown. I can just tune into the pay-per-view and in the span of about three minutes, they've gotten me completely caught up. I, I saved myself, you know, seven hours a week of why wa- having to watch WWE TV and I, I've just boom! I'm right there, right there. Yeah, but I man. haven't watched anything since. Well, wait. I didn't watch Survivor Series, so I haven't watched anything since October. Damn, that's that's quite a while, actually, Jago. Yeah, but look, man, it's
1: it's grueling. I'm not going to lie. Even watching SmackDown this past week, I mean, what yesterday or the day before? Um, man, it's brutal. Like this episode, this past week was. Ugh, it was probably one of the worst SmackDowns I've ever watched in a long time.
0: So obviously this thing is going to be headlined by Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. And for, for people like myself who don't necessarily watch the show, when you hear Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, your eyeballs immediately start to roll into the back of your head. But I'm a little intrigued by this one because the roles are reversed. We have Brock Lesnar as the baby face. We have Roman Reigns as the dirtbag that nobody can stand. Oh wait, that role has not changed at all. <laughs> um, I'm firmly in support of Brock Lesnar winning this title at day one. Um, Aside from all of the Paul Heyman stuff and everything that's going on there, I think now is the time you take the title off of Roman. The character is getting stale. The character needs another layer to the character as we gear up for WrestleMania season, and I want that layer of this character to be anger. I want him to be very upset like him and Paul Heyman sat down. They concocted this great plan, this great work. It's all a swerve. Heyman is going to help Roman retain the title at day one. And then something goes terribly wrong and Brock Lesnar beats him anyway. And then we have angry Roman Reigns. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm hoping that we are talking about. I hope that's the lead of the blow off next week.
1: It's funny that you say about a swerve because, uh, Me and Dr. Jeff Lippman, we just did the Friday Night Smack Talk on the PwC. And uh, he brought up the fact as well, he thinks it will be a swerve. I find it interesting that you said that too. So you think Heyman will actually
0: stick with Roman Reigns and this is all one big swerve? Can you take the Paul Heyman component out of the bloodline? And have it continue to be as good as it has been, especially going into WrestleMania season. Are like, are you making that call that you know Roman, you're doing so great. We're just going to take away Paul Heyman from you, like immediately. Roman Reigns does not seem quite as interesting to me. Like, I I feel like this has to be a swerve just to keep Heyman and Roman together because I don't see where that act goes forward without Paul Heyman. Yeah, it's a good
1: question to ask too, man. I mean, that's interesting because I haven't thought about it that deep. But uh yeah, I mean, maybe that's the different layer that you you've been asking for, Jago. That's maybe
0: when we see another layer with Roman Reigns where he I, could be full of anger. I mean, like shout out to our friend Vince Russo, of course, channelattitude.com. Um, I think this is a swerve inside of a swerve, bro.
1: Like <laughs> I, I I
0: think because I think people are expecting the swerve right like because everybody's kind of buzzing about well okay we know the swerve is coming but where i think this has got to be a double swerve i think you got to swerve people so they're like okay there it is and then you got to swerve them again so you have like the paul Heyman swerve where he helps roman reigns he's getting back with his tribal chief all is right in the world and then the double swerve is brock wins anyway
1: (laughs) and you're basically saying that Heyman
0: ends up in brock's corner once again no, no. I'm saying Heyman is with Roman. He tries to screw Brock. It but they backfires. It. Right. Brock still beats Roman. And now you just have irate Roman Reigns. Like, we laid out this plan. Paul, you told me this was going to work. If we did this, this, right, this, right. this, this, and this, this was going to work. And he beat me anyway. Right. Like, I can I, see I, that. I And, and I, I want to see angry Roman Reigns. And maybe you see Roman Reigns actually win the Royal Rumble this year. Maybe Roman Reigns does go in very early, and he's like, I'm going to smash everyone. I ain't just <laughs> be- going to smash Brock Lesnar. I'm going to smash 30 other dudes before I smash Brock Lesnar. Like, I want to see angry tribal chief. I want to see the pissed-off mafia boss that just lost the pizza diner down at the corner. Of, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right, right. I, need, I need another dynamic to this roman character because the cool calm and collected roman like just intimidating roman that only works for so long and then you actually need to see him hurt somebody otherwise you start to lose the big bad roman
1: heck i'll go one better jugger and have him actually destroy everyone in the rumble to the point where it'd be a world record
0: quickest ever royal rumble Well, you know, since they do two Royal Rumbles, I'm actually completely down for that because I I, I feel like it's a law of diminishing returns. When you have a men's Rumble and a women's Rumble, both of them go damn near an hour. I think people just get bored until you get to about, you know, the 27, 28 mark. Like, yeah, you're just kind of watching in the background. You're talking with the family. You're BSing with your That's friends true. that you got over. You're sitting around drinking your beer. Oh, number 27's coming in. I better start paying attention because mm-hmm. the finish is going to be coming up here in the next, like, you know, 10 to 15 minutes. But I feel like that the first 45 minutes of the match, it's just about the spectacle of the rumble. Not so much who's going to win, who's still in it, who's out. And unless you're doing a story like Roman Reigns, smashing everyone.
1: Yeah, well,
0: I'd love to see that. I really would, man. He's got to and- quit saying that. He's got to because it's so bad. It's awful. <laughs> it, it's like the worst catch line ever. It's it's almost as bad as Needle Mover. Oh.
1: <laughs> Look, man. Look, he's carried this company in 2021. Let's be honest, man. Roman Reigns is absolutely Where did he so carry me- it to, though? Well, yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, I mean no, you're right. You're you you're right. In saying that, he is the top dog, no pun intended, right? And where's he friggin' carried it to? I mean, they're at record low rating numbers, but in saying that, they're at record high in when it comes to revenue and shit. So I mean, it is what it
0: is. It's always what I've said about John Cena. Like, what is John Cena's legacy? Because under John Cena, the WWE made more money than they ever had made under anybody else while they were on top. More money than Bruno, more money than Hogan, more <laughs> money than Austin. Like while John Cena was on top, the company made more money than at any other time in their history. Now we're seeing it with Roman Reigns. And right. every measurable fan interest metric is the lowest that it's ever been merchandise sales are the lowest ticket sales are the lowest TV ratings are the lowest, but they're making more money than they ever have. So what is John seen this legacy? I really well, look, don't know at this point. I think his legacy is, is pretty
1: much, well, that's a good question, man. You actually sort of stumbled me there for a second. When I think
0: about it, it's it's because... crazy, right? I mean, when you think about it, it's like right. from a company perspective, he's right, the right. greatest of all time. We made more money under Cena or Roman now than ever. Yeah, but the fans hate weird. us, and they quit coming to the shows, and they quit watching the shows, and like what? So, what is well, the legacy of these guys?
1: To be fair, though, Jago. I think WCW and ECW have a lot more impact to why the ratings are down every year since 2001. Actually, Jago, when you think about it, go back to 2001, right? Right when WCW closes closes shop, just like ECW a bit later on, like you know a few a few weeks later on, and look at the ratings.
0: Huh.
1: It was a slow decline, literally all the way from 2001. Till now, and it's been a slow, steady decline, man. It really has. I mean, the numbers are in the pudding, man. It it shows. I'm gonna so have I think to,
0: I'm going to have to look into this a bit more, see exactly when that decline started going,
1: at, at least it, at man. the
0: rate that it is. of, of well, course at this point,
1: if if you look at it, it was very slow decline because even mm-hmm. in 2002, they had their best roster arguably ever in the history yeah. of WWE, right? You'd say. Well if you look at it even from then they were getting high numbers but not high numbers compared to like 99 98 97 Well there 97. was a lot of
0: people that just tuned out because they were WCW people and they weren't going right. to support the WWE. I mean that that was just the reality of it. Well, some yeah, of well, some of them came back some of them did not. Well
1: my point is really is it Cena's fault? Is it you know what I'm saying? Is it Roman's fault? Because maybe that has more to do with the decline that we see today in professional
0: wrestling. I think it's Vince's fault. I think it's all Vince's fault, but you know, it's definitely Vince's fault. That's a a whole other conversation. Kind of like, I I've got one coming up. Uh, myself and virtue are going to be over at (laughs) no DQ.com. And we are going to have a conversation about who was more over Roman reigns or Kazuchika Okada. (laughs) And, uh, I, I know. On the surface, everybody's go. Oh, well, Roman Reigns, Man. one of those oh, guys. Yeah. One of those guys, you know, just met with the uh, governor of Tokyo uh, to sit down and have a conversation about how we're going to reopen Japan and how we're going to have live events again. Um, one of those guys carried the Olympic freaking torch, and uh, you know, the other guy is Roman Reigns. In both cases, <laughs> you know, nice. just saying. I'm just <laughs> nice. saying. When it comes <laughs> to <laughs> when it comes to over. Amongst the fan base, <laughs> I think this is well. going to be fun. I think it's going to be fun. Let's talk about the uh, WWE championship over on Monday Night Raw. This is a convoluted cluster if I ever saw one. Big E, your current champion, taking on Seth Rollins, the recently re-signed Kevin Owens, and Bobby Lashley in a fatal four-way for the WWE championship. I You could really make a case for any one of these guys to take the championship as we head into the Royal rumble, as we prepare for WrestleMania. Um, I think I know which one I would like to see, but for different reasons than most people seem to think, Jimmy, who do you got coming out of this fatal four-way?
1: man, it's a tough one, man, but more than likely Big E anyway, dude. Going with the champ.
0: I mean, in a fatal four-way, that seems to be a a WWE trope where the champ finally conquers all.
1: Right, but that
0: doesn't mean I want that to happen, though. That's the thing. But I still think Big E will win. What's the best direction for the company going out of this? Like, if you if you had the book, Jimmy T, who's coming out of this fatal four-way and what's the matchup at WrestleMania?
1: Well, first of all, I'd have Lashley be champ right now, in my opinion. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I want. Lashley and would be my champion coming out of this match. Absolutely. It'd be Lashley. And that's why, you know, part of me wants to say Lashley will win but I just don't see
0: it yet. You know what I mean? I think I they gave Lashley his win when he got into this match, when he beats Biggie, right. Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, all three in one night. And he
1: destroyed everybody pretty much that night, man. Yeah, it's true, man. And unfortunately, I don't know what the long-term build is for, for Lashley just yet by Vince's eyes.
0: Really, he should just be crushing everybody. Okay. I Well, and I, I went to this match second, because I feel like these two things got to go together, right? Um, everybody expects at this point that the main event of WrestleMania is going to be Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns and one way or another. I personally think that they're going towards a triple threat. I think Drew McIntyre is going to be involved in that as well. I think the smarter booking, my main event of WrestleMania is WWE champion, Bobby Lashley versus universal champion Brock Lesnar, and we're going to put these two badasses in the ring and we're going to have them fight and the winner takes all at the end of the night. We unify these damn belts. You have one champion that floats back and forth between the shows. I, To me, Lashley Lesnar, that should be the main event of WrestleMania.
1: I 100% agree with you, man. And if anything says WrestleMania, it's that matchup right there. You know what I mean? Put those two dudes on the poster, man. I think I'm they telling wanna... you. They're cock teasers, dude. WWE just want to cock tease you all the way to whenever they feel like putting on that match, and who knows when that will end up being? Could it be next year? Could it be this year? Who 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 the fuck knows, man?
0: But I, without, I think just Dwayne. without Dwayne, without Dwayne, what do you do with Roman then?
1: Yeah, that's a good question, man. I think it's time for him to move over to Raw, maybe, man. I mean, or you bring both brands together because at this point, how many wrestlers do they really have left? on the on the main rosters
0: but if you do lesnar versus lashley who's the next guy on that roster to face off with roman reigns at wrestlemania like if that's the the headline of night one that's the main event of night one night two you know roman reigns is going to be in the main event is it just the winner of night one versus roman like those are the only two guys on the roster i can believe (laughs) against roman reigns at wrestlemania
1: then you think they have to call out to Dwayne, dude. I to guess. make Night 2 special, they're going to have to send out a, a Dwayne-like symbol and call out The Rock, man, because without him, I think the, these WrestleMania, say I hate this one-day, two-day bullshit. Just like New too. Japan, three days. I mean, come well, on, Well, no, there's guys. only two
0: nights of Wrestle Kingdom. That that third night. Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't hear. Yeah. That night in Yokohama, nobody cares about it. Nobody cares. It's it's just silly. The only reason anybody is talking about Night 3 in Yokohama is because they're pissed off about how they booked Night 3 in Yokohama. That's it. It's ludicrous, bro. I haven't heard anybody put that show over. People are just it's, pissed, and I don't it's blame Crazy. Them. I don't blame but the, them. But the
1: point is, they need somebody like The Rock to really make Night 2.
0: Got to do something. Gotta right. Do something. I, I mean, I, who else? I I don't know. Uh, one other match but we'll probably see at Wrestlemania the The only match that do, people say WWE doesn't do long term storytelling <laughs> the Usos and the New Day going to fight for the tag team titles Yeah, <laughs> in, in the never ending WWE feud the New Day versus the Usos I mean it'll be good but how many times have we seen this match over the course of the years Oh, this is fresh Jago what are you talking about oh my god <laughs> I
1: mean, we've seen rap battles, we've seen match after match, tag titles switching over, Raw on Raw and SmackDown, nevertheless, and on pay-per-view. I mean, that just tells you how WB sees
0: his shit, man, especially, you know, the old man Vince. Yep. Uh, in another matchup that nobody asked to see, <sighs> like nobody asked to see, We have Edge for limited dates as we go through WrestleMania. So let's put him in the ring with The Miz. Yeah. Who
1: who, who asked to
0: see The Miz versus Edge in 2021 in a singles feud? I mean, I I thought if they were going to do this, and maybe this is the WrestleMania match. Here's my biggest fear, Jimmy. What's that? They're going to string this out until WrestleMania. Oh, no. Whoa. And at WrestleMania... It's going to be a mixed tag. It's going to be Edge oh, no. and Beth Phoenix versus oh, no, Maurice bro. and the Miz Why? at Wrestlemania. Oh,
1: no. Why, bro? Why would you have to say that, man? I, I, mean, I just see
0: it. I, you can just see it.
1: Damn, dude. They have been making appearances on, uh, well, Maurice has been uh, pretty vocal. But um, yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I hope that doesn't happen. But if it does, Edge and Beth Phoenix will definitely win this match, let's be honest to you. They did it to John Cena. You think they won't do it to Edge? <laughs> oh shit, man! I don't want to see that shit. I don't. I mean, that's so devalues Edge. Really, let's be honest. Man.
0: Yes, Miz it have, doesn't Miz. you don't have many main eventers left.
1: There's yeah, just yeah.
0: not. You don't even have that many legacy stars you can pull back and bring in at this point. Edge is pretty much it, and you got him <laughs> against the Miz.
1: Shit. that's all i gotta say yep. man that's yeah that's that's fucked up man Edge should be in a in a great sort of matchup in a good feud unfortunately he seems to be
0: getting the means edge might be one of those guys who finds himself in the uh wwe title picture i mean we could be going towards like you know edge versus lashley i mean like oh, it, i don't want to see that well i guess your your other option is we have randy orton Oh, I, I mean, mean like see that shit man come on i look at that raw
1: roster it's crazy bro i want aj to somehow be in the total picture come wrestlemania man
0: what's aj styles doing in nxt catching what? COVID, apparently jugger did he really that's the rumor
1: oh, apparently Jesus Christ. apparently doesn't mean he's got it but apparently now keep in mind there was a COVID outbreak in nxt what last week and ironically he made an appearance on nxt so yeah good
0: lord <laughs> good lord becky lynch takes on Liv morgan uh they've <sighs> been trying to build this thing up and the, the the it seemed like the big angle for the week was Liv going down to black and brave and jumping somebody who looked like becky lynch but wasn't <laughs> becky lynch but Jimmy, the, there was something about this segment that bothered me even more than the, the terrible booking of it. What's that? How many cameras are set up at Black and Brave, let alone that Kevin Dunn has access to their video editing software to pull all of these different camera angles, and but you never see a camera anywhere. Like This felt so freaking overproduced and it was everything I hated about the WWE cinematic matches. Yeah. Like when, when the Hardy started doing the final deletion and whatnot, the reason that it worked was because it felt like a whole movie. Like Dude. there was somebody walking around documentarian, <laughs> yeah. you know, like walking around and, and it, it was terrible. It was terrible. This whole attack, they had like 15 cameras there.
1: Yeah, no, nah, it's not that'd be strong suit, let's be honest, man. Every time I try that shit, it just doesn't look right, But which is weird because really they're
0: very good at doing what they're doing. <laughs> I hear you, Facebook user. I hear you. I don't want to see that. Literally me every time someone mentions a WWE match. And we that's agree. the problem. And <laughs> People rail on AEW because, oh, how many guys do you need under contract? All the matchups are still fresh. You're not Shoot. seeing these guys go- just trading wins back and forth for six weeks at a time to where you're sick and tired of seeing the match. You're sick and tired of the stupid creative. You can have guy one goes out and beats guy three. And like there's yeah. all these different scenarios, but they keep the match that you're actually building to. They don't do it over and over and over. Like the WWE roster, there's. There's no depth to it. There's nobody None. for these guys to pair off with unless you're just trading wins back and forth 50-50 booking. And that's why I I, I like the AEW roster because to me they have depth. They can book, you know, your main event guys versus your second-tier guys, your third-tier guys, your fourth guys. Oh, it's that other Canadian guy. It's it's Mr. BS himself. <laughs> Mr. BS himself. I'm not sure why. StreamYard just seems to hate Facebook, but you know, it is what it
1: that is. That was weird. So, Facebook user was Mr. BS
0: himself. It's Mr. BS morning? is that other Canadian guy.
1: <laughs> How's that? We'll just call him Facebook user from now on, Jago. Yeah,
0: there you go. The, the, the <laughs> Canadian guy is Mighty Joe Moran. Chris answers the other, that other Canadian, oh, that other Canadian guy. Uh, and Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss. Yeah. That's that's pay-per-view worthy? Pay-per-view, baby. <laughs> I mean, hey, look, I'll say something Why? about
1: Roddick Moss, right? Let me just say one thing about him. I was never a fan of his when he was in NXT and whatnot. But you know what? I was watching SmackDown, and I was paying attention to how he works, right? You know what, man? He works pretty well, and he's got great working punches, man. I won't lie. I think he's a lot better if, He was molded into something else instead of this joke of a madcap
0: fucking moth character that we have right now. I think he's got potential. There's one more match that needs to be on this show because this this show is going down on New Year's Day for those of us here in the States. National holiday. It's a national holiday. That's important. (laughs) And we have to do Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the Intercontinental Championship. We have to do that match on this show, because then Sami Zayn can win. Jimmy T, did you know the new gimmick for Sami Zayn? I'm calling it. You ready? I'm ready. Sami Zayn only wins matches on national holidays. The Black (laughs) Friday Battle Royal that was his (laughs) Thanksgiving win. Then he wins the (laughs) Christmas Gauntlet match. Yep, he wins on Christmas. So we have to have this match. Has to happen. On New Year's Day, that's the way the, the only time Sami Zayn wins matches on national freaking holidays.
1: <laughs> I didn't think of that. That's, but his, you're new right. that's, that's his, his new gimmick. That's his new gimmick.
0: He is screwed until Memorial Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Actually, nope, we got Easter. We got Easter. We need Whoa, an Easter true. pay-per-view. Um, let's <laughs> see, and, and then it's Memorial Day. <laughs> Poor well,
1: well, he's definitely winning. On January 1st, dude, against Shinsuke Nakamura. I hope the match is something like when they first faced off against each other in NXT when Nakamura debuted. I mean, do you remember that match? That I do take over Dallas. Exactly. And that match was one of the best ever takeover matches, period.
0: It was it was probably the best WWE match in a decade. <laughs> Easy. I mean, it's true, man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that match was fantastic. It won't be. If they do yes, this match so? again, it won't be. It will not be that good. It will not be. That oh good. man, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong too. But have you seen anything out of Nakamura or Sami Zayn lately that says this is going to be Takeover Dallas quality? Nope. That's it, dude. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Let's uh let's make the shift over here to AEW as we're about halfway through the show and we've only you know talked about two topics. Uh, <laughs> Hangman versus Dean Hangman versus Danielson 2 has been scheduled for the first TBS Dynamite here in just a couple of weeks. Um, Part of this is a ratings ploy. They're going to give away the big match. Uh, It sounds like they're going to do judges. I don't think this match is going 60. Um, Although I do like AEW kind of incorporating judges, just planting seeds so that, you know, Years down the road, when Cody needs to have a match with the <laughs> champion um, and, and have it go sixty minutes, because we all need a sixty minute Cody Rhodes match and have it go to the judges, um, oh God, uh, like it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a thing. Um, what do you make of Hangman versus Danielson too? I was firmly on board with Danielson taking the title from Hangman Page uh, a couple of weeks ago at Winter Is Coming. I feel kind of differently as we go into this first dynamite. I d- I just do. First of all,
1: once judges got announced, you already know he's going to be a fuckery finish once again. Jago, see, I don't 100%. think so. I don't think so. Oh, I think I think, so. I think
0: somebody. I think Hangman's going to pin him clean.
1: Nah, I don't I see it, man. I think we get the blow off at Revolution between these two at Hangman versus uh, Danielson three. Oh yeah, I'm telling can, you, dude. Can they I'm milk
0: this until February though? <laughs> I don't know, but they will. Well, I mean, I I feel like it kind of ties into this Punk and MJF feud. It definitely um, does, because the winner of this feud, it seems like, is going to be the number one contender. Would you rather see Hangman versus Danielson three at Revolution? Or would you rather see MJF versus Hangman at Revolution? You know what?
1: I'd actually rather see Danielson against Hangman, number three over MJF and Hangman, hmm. only because I don't like that matchup. To be honest, I just think it doesn't. I don't doesn't know, jump man. off I, the page, right? It just
0: doesn't. I don't know why. It's weird, right? You think it would, but you, when I really I, you think know about why. It, you know why and i know why it's because hangman page is involved and i i I like hangman i think hangman is a hell of a talent but if this was for the tnt championship i would feel like it was being booked at hangman's level i just i do not view hangman page as a world champion i just don't sadly neither do i
1: and that's the sad part because i do i like hangman page but something's missing, man. It just wasn't the right time for him to become champ. I think it was better in the chase. And now cowboy shit has been totally annihilated. Piece of by... cowboy shit. <laughs> yeah, piece of cowboy shit. That's it. It's over. It's done. Oh, that was <laughs> such a great line. I popped <laughs> was so freaking hard for that line. You piece of cowboy
0: shit. Like, seriously. On the other hand, we do have the punk and MJF thing. And this is ongoing. And I feel like this punk MJF thing might get us to three matches of Danielson versus Hangman because Jimmy, if this thing is going to be booked correctly, all right, I, I was having a very difficult time trying to figure out how you prolong this feud. How long can we keep this thing going between like six man tags and just Mm. promo battles? Like, can we get all the way to revolution with MJF versus punk? And my answer was no. And then this past Wednesday night on AEW dynamite sting tried to murder MJF sting took MJF and launched his ass way (laughs) too far. MJF lands on his freaking head on the concrete. Um, number one, it was a scary bump. Number two, I'm very glad MJF is okay. Number three, if I'm MJF, I am coming out in a neck brace and nobody can <laughs> yeah. touch me for the next six weeks.
1: Absolutely. If, you, if
0: you touch me, you're fired. Absolutely. If you touch me, you are fired. I will sue this company. I will own the Jacksonville Jaguars. I will own <laughs> AEW. Tony Khan, I will sue the shit out of you. Anybody touches me as long as I am in this neck brace until it it leads up to a ruse. He's been fine the entire time takes off the neck brace, puts the beat down on punk. That's like the week before the match. Like we have legs now, like we can milk this thing. And MJF is the perfect character. If anybody was going to lean on their head, (laughs) I'm happy it was MJF. (laughs)
1: That's funny, right? Definitely, man. And it's, it's a blessing in disguise. Actually, Jago. I mean, Seriously, I'm pretty sure he's smart enough to know he's going to milk this shit right now. I got
0: something here. hundred I'm doing the Andy Kaufman, you cannot touch me gimmick.
1: Absolutely, man. He will definitely go down that route. I mean, if he doesn't, I'd be shocked. Put it that way. And look, I mean, look at all these, the the past few weeks, the interaction between Punk and uh, MJF. The last two weeks, this is all them stalling, man, to buy Mm -hmm. time. That's what this shit is, man. So they can last all the way to revolution, no doubt about it. Now they got legs. Now they
0: got legs, unintentionally, but they've got legs. And Punk'll be infuriated. I mean, you know, when this thing was leading up to a fight just between the two of them, you know, it was like, okay. Okay, but but once, the, once we get there, because you know Punk's the one that's playing the mind games, he's the one that's in MJF's head. Right. Now we can completely flip it because Punk can't do anything about it. <laughs> MJF can say whatever he wants, and Punk can't do anything about it to where you have this just enraged, caged animal, CM Punk. Ooh, caged animal. You know what we should do, Jim? <laughs> What's that, Jugger? two weeks before is when we should have the great reveal. When MJF takes off the neck brace, all of the right. pinnacle beats down CM Punk. <laughs> Maybe you get a little bit of blood. You get the crimson mask CM absolutely. Punk as the pinnacle stands tall. And and then a week before Tony Khan announces, we're doing this match in a cage at revolution.
1: <laughs> now that's what you call a blow off, right? <laughs> that would be the blow off, right? <laughs> right? I mean, like,
0: if we're doing old school pro wrestling, That's how this thing's got to go because we got to keep all of the pinnacle out. Right. It's old
1: school. It's, it's pro wrestling. One Oh one jugger. As a matter of fact, you got
0: punk and Darby like Darby could do some kind of stupid coffin drop (laughs) off the top of the cage, like to the floor on top of the pinnacle, get your crazy stump bump in Sting comes out with a baseball bat and you have Sean Spears, the chairman versus Sting, the batsman and they can have (laughs) their little exchange. Like, this is and, where this has gotta go.
1: I mean, well, the good it thing writes is, itself
0: at it this does. point.
1: And that's what puzzles me about professional wrestling and the way she's booked in the last how many years? Because look, just then it was like we were on autopilot, dude. Right. It literally just let itself there. Yeah, here's it's your only,
0: here's your next eight weeks of TV today. Right. Here's what we're yeah. gonna do.
1: Boom, 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 boom. Like that's it. Week to week. And, and really, you don't even have to think, it literally just progresses on its own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what puzzles me. So, but the good thing is, we do have punk in one corner and we do have MJF in the other, and they've got They're old school guys. types, right? So, a hundred percent, I think that's where it's leading to. Whether that be a cage match, who knows? But I, you know what? Let's go back
0: to Starcade in what? 84. Well, even the beginning of this feud. St- or not Sting, Punk was talking about how, you know, you always got your boys with you. It's always Wardlow, or it's always FTR. It's Sean Spears. Like, even the very first promo, Punk was, like, kind of laying the seeds for, I just want me and you, one-on-one. No outside interference. Like, we're building to a cage match. This has got to be a cage match. How about
1: even a dog collar match between the two of them? Ooh,
0: that'd be good, too.
1: Think about it. I could so see it, and it's like, and it's Piper versus Greg Mm -hmm. the Hammer Valentine all over again. Think about it from back in Starcade, way back in the (laughs) eighties.
0: Tell me that wouldn't work. I could see it. I could see MJF in the dog collar, dude. Went to bed. You were recording the Rampage Recap. Wake up. You're recording this. Merry Christmas, fellas. <laughs> yeah, we don't stop. We've been at it all night. The whole Literally. time you were sleeping, Jimmy T was podcasting. I was. My ass is really sleeping, was. too. But Jimmy T, I had his ass working. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy he T's did. He ass sure did. <laughs> you bet. Uh, I, let, let's talk a little bit about Sting. Uh, because pro wrestling fans are the dumbest bunch of people I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Jogger. GBT did. Okay, so we, we have Sting comes out in the CM Punk variant oh of his makeup, right. right? Right, right. Then we have Darby comes out doing Tomato Face Sting. <laughs> and then we have oh, Punk shit. comes out in the 80s Surfer Sting makeup, right? Or was it? Well, and I'm going to all of these message boards and i'm like reading through comments <laughs> of people talking about this and the number one comment i see is why does CM punk look like the ultimate warrior <laughs> That's and what I'm it. Like, wait a Who minute was
1: it? <laughs> wait a
0: damn minute
1: he was blade like, runner warrior dude <laughs> like
0: nobody remembers like surfer sting at this point like nobody <laughs> no, remembers i'll be honest the blade runners like really I'll-
1: I'll be honest, Jago, yeah. When I first saw that face paint, right, we are recording the skirmish, and I had that in the background, right, because, you know, I was a bit delayed on the on the thing, so I was sort of had it in the background. And I'm like, really? Like I said to Chris, did he really, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what it reminded me of, dude? Remember, like, back in the day, like, you know, all the little stingers, and they'd have their face paint on and shit like that? It looked like one of he was a little stinger, dude.
0: I mean... The the difference is, all right, because I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at this picture of CM Punk and the Sting. That's clearly the Sting makeup. That's the surface, right, but it's
1: too rounded, though. You know, the Sting one sort of had it was it was sort of uneven, if you know what I mean. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. You get what what I
1: mean? Like, yeah. Explain, like,
0: but that's not even necessarily entirely accurate either, Jimmy. Because, like, wait uh, a minute. I gotta look this up myself too. hey no, no, you ain't gotta look it up because <laughs> I am a ninja and I'm learning how to use StreamYard. This is actually a great oh, plug yeah. for StreamYard and and, and their <laughs> their special features that they load up here. Um, I want to share a window and I want to share this. Look, you yes. see Surfer Sting here? You see Surfer Sting? Like that's right. pretty round. Wait, wait a second. No, but he's got edges here, which Punk didn't have done properly. I mean, I feel like the, the, the problem was, more than anything. Like, come on, dude. Like, come on. Like, seriously, when you when, think about it. When you look at the warrior makeup versus the sting makeup, the real difference is the way that it comes down on the nose. Yeah, that's The true. warrior's makeup curved in and then and back down, whereas stings just went around.
1: Right. All right. And also... But warriors you, paint goes sort of like that
0: too like but more importantly of- how do people not remember surfer sting oh, like on, it's like sure sting, people do dude come i on. don't think so i think <laughs> there is an entire like era of professional wrestling <laughs> oh, fan oh. at this point that oh, thinks that on. crow sting is the beginning of no. sting <laughs> no 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 like, why do
1: you really? look like the
0: ultimate warrior why are you a oh, fucking my- idiot <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? How do you not know Surfer Sting?
1: Oh, come on, dude. Surfer Sting was one of the biggest stars of the 80s and 90s, man. Like, early 90s.
0: Oh, man. Surfer Sting versus Muda in the Battle of the Face Paint? Like, come on. Where y'all been? come on. Where y'all been?
1: And the story leading up to him turning into the Crow Sting from the Surfer Sting was, was brilliant in itself. Because if you remember... He was slowly growing out his hair as a surface thing.
0: It was in case they had to go with Sting as the third guy.
1: Well, yeah, that's true too. But still, when you think about intentionally or not, it played out perfectly anyway because he was transitioning into the Crow
0: Sting and we didn't even know it yet. Yeah, because, I mean, even Bischoff has talked about, you know, going into Bash at the Beach, you know, like halfway through the show, Hogan's not there yet. Hogan shows up and Hogan's like, all right, let's do it. And everybody was kind of like, "Oh, oh, okay, we're we're actually gonna yeah. do it." But like, he didn't want to do it really. They expected Hogan to show up and be like, "That doesn't work for me, brother." <laughs> and then they were going with Sting, like that. Right. That was the plan. And- it wouldn't
1: have worked with Sting, though. No, no. way. It just no. wouldn't have made. You needed to make it look like it was WWE invading WCW because it really felt that way during that time. And I won't lie. that's what
0: got me hooked." Are we doing it again? Are we doing an NWO angle here? Everybody's talking. It's going to be Adam Cole on a pole, Jimmy T. <laughs> yeah. It's the, it
1: too, it's, it's,
0: it's, it's the um. undisputed era versus the super click. Um, it sure seems like that's where we're going here. Uh, and, and Adam Cole, I thought the best line of AEW over the course of the last week was when Excalibur made the comment that Adam Cole is a man with a foot in two different worlds. I thought I thought that was a brilliant line, whether it was undisputed or am I with the super click? What are we doing here? Um, Jimmy T, where do you fall on this when it comes to are are we going to super click versus (laughs) red dragon and somebody else? Are we going towards the elite versus the undisputed era? There's a lot of different ways we can spin this thing.
1: Or is it the undisputed elite? I ah. do not.
0: It, it might be the undisputed elite for a very, very brief period of time. But Red
1: Dragon will definitely do their own thing. I agree with you on that one. Where but does Adam Cole go? I'll tell you what, man. One thing I you just made me realize, though, about Adam Cole, Jago, is the fact how much of a slut is this guy?
0: Oh, yeah. He is, he is mean, the door a handle slut. of professional wrestling. <laughs> Everybody gets a turn with Adam Cole.
1: <laughs> Babe, Everybody gets a term with Adam Cole. (laughs) Everybody. I mean, seriously, he's the
0: biggest slut in professional wrestling by a mile. I feel like I should be more excited about this. And I'm just not. Because there is a big difference between people that know these guys from the Undisputed Era and from All Elite Wrestling. Versus people that have been following Red Dragon and the Young Bucks for the better part of a decade or working on two decades at this point. And we've seen this match 800 times. Red oh, Dragon man. and the Young Bucks go way, way back. Way, back. Way back. And um, it's true.
1: We have seen it 10 million times. Oh, well, you and I have, definitely.
0: And it's great. Don't That's get me really. wrong. It's it's great. It's a great match. Nice. I, yeah. I love the chemistry with all these guys. But I feel like the the AEW fans that have just gotten into this and they're like, Oh my gosh, it's the NWO versus DX. It is like oh. the two factions of oh, the two no. companies. It's the Wednesday night wars are going to explode. We've got undisputed era <laughs> has invaded AEW. Oh, shit. And that's really how they feel about it. And I get that. If you are <laughs> new to watching these guys as performers, but if you uh. if you go back and you watch Ring of Honor from 10 years ago, you go back and you watch New Japan Pro Wrestling and especially the junior heavyweight tag team division from 10 years ago, it's like, we've seen this. And <laughs> I feel kind of spoiled and I feel bad, but like I feel like I should be more excited and I'm just not.
1: Right, right. You know what? You hit the nail on the head, Jugger. because one thing I have noticed when I occasionally interact with the AEW fan base on AEW forums, right? or groups there is a lot of them that are new fans that's a fact they don't
0: know the history of all these talents and that's okay i don't expect you to go back and watch you know the last 50 years of new japan pro wrestling the last 20 years of ring of honor to have all of these stories i i do not expect that but it is a very different perspective versus somebody who's been following (laughs) these talents for 10 15 years
1: no you're right man but if you're into something like a lot, right? And Because I know me. When I was into something, I would research the shit out of it, right? So you'd think if someone was really into this thing, you would look into the history. You'd think. But it does seem like today's fan base, and in particular the AEW fan base, because there is a lot of fans, and I'm not talking about young guys or girls. I'm talking about even older fans mm-hmm. that have just gotten into it
0: and think they know what they're talking about, but really they don't have a clue. Well, we have to remember... Adam Cole was introduced to the national audience at takeover. I mean, when, when he showed up and undisputed era was formed, that's where a lot of people are like red dragon. Where the hell are you guys getting that from? (laughs) And it's like, well, okay. So, but that was five years ago. It was five years ago when Adam Cole joined up with red dragon in NXT and that's where a lot of people know these guys from. They've they never watched a Ring of Honor show in their oh, life. come on. They've Them never watched a Ring of Honor too. Yeah, of course they did. And that's what people – you think people don't realize that? I think there's – I think <laughs> I would be willing to bet 70% of the AEW audience has never seen a Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks match. Wow. Well, I mean, think You're about – You're right. You're probably right. Think of not how really. many people watch Ring of Honor. Think of how many people right. watch New well, Japan in a Western context versus, you know, AEW did over a million people this week. That, that's true. No, you're right.
1: I mean, you know, we got to remember sometimes that, you know, the shit that we're into and have been into for many years is not everyone's cup of tea. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's true, man. Um, the, I mean, they need to look into the history of stuff because I know I would be, that's for
0: sure. And they have to tell the history. Um, I I don't know. Obviously, they can get the New Japan footage. We've been, I mean, even the Owen Hart Memorial Cup, right? We saw the New Japan footage of Owen. Um, You can get footage of Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks from, you know, the Tokyo Dome and make it look like this was a huge deal, you know, seven, eight years ago over at the biggest show in the world that's not called WrestleMania. And that's a fact. You know, you Nobody know I mean? has no, to know right. it was the opening match of Wrestle Kingdom. Right. As long as you got that video footage, you know. I mean, it's easy to do. And that's the problem with AEW as a whole, though.
1: They, they expect their fan base to already know the history. So they don't bother telling you the history. They just do shit and they're off to the races. They don't even explain why or how and when. You know what I mean? They just go into it assuming you know why. And that's an issue. I think they need to look at their fan base a bit more and actually change the way they do things sometimes. Now, the thing that does give me
0: a little bit of pause here is Kenny Omega. Uh, Right. It it broke over the last couple of days that we don't know when Kenny is going to be back. There is no timetable for Kenny Omega's return. A lot of people are saying February at Revolution. I think that's pushing it. I think you're looking at double or nothing before you see Kenny back in the ring. Um, which is in may i believe right that's the memorial day show right um so if this is going to be a six man if we're doing like elite versus undisputed era we have to get somebody else involved right and i think we did that last night on rampage yes we did unless unless you know, this is just going to be Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks, and we're going to drag this thing out for months. And I, without titles being involved, and obviously the Lucha Bros, the the current AEW tag team champions, Lucha who? I, I but I just I don't see a Young Bucks versus Red Dragon feud holding weight without the titles being involved.
1: No, I think you know what I think, and I said this as a joke on the on the Friday Night Carnage with Michael Davis and the professor Travella Vera Cruz earlier. Um, I think personally, I've got a feeling that code, don't be surprised if Cody gets involved in this. So, we, cause Kenny obviously can't be involved, right? Right. He just can't, right? Cause ideally it would have been, you know, the super elite against the undisputed elite in a little feud. So I think don't be surprised if Cody somehow interjects himself in this feud and you have the bucks and Cody,
0: Against the undisputed era. That's exactly what I think is gonna happen. Um, and I called that Thursday over on the no DQ review as oh, well. Yeah. Right, um, see funny because well, I think people forget that Cody is part of the elite, right? And he never said he was totally out of it, he just no, disappeared. He just people, right, yep. Um, and with, with Kenny being on the shelf, that seems pretty logical to me. But so now I'm I'm left with who's the (laughs) babyfaces?
1: That well, yeah, that's a tough one, man. Actually, who are the babyfaces?
0: Do you think it's going to be? I mean, even if even if it's Kenny, if it's Kenny in the box versus the undisputed era, like the undisputed era, have to be the heels, right?
1: I think I think (laughs) it's hard. If it's Kenny, then they're the babyfaces. I'm talking about the the
0: elite. Well, because that's Cody you can't you cannot make the nwo the baby faces against wcw (laughs) right i mean could you imagine if you brought in scott hall kevin nash and hulk hogan and they were the baby faces because they were getting cheered you know because also wouldn't that be like adam cole kyle o'reilly bobby fish undisputed era do you want the fans to cheer nxt over aew
1: but the problem is you want to boo the Bucks and Cody if it's them three,
0: say. And that kind of becomes the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, with with just Kenny, you could turn the you Bucks cheer. baby face. You, Absolutely. You could
1: easily turn the Bucks baby face at this point. 100%. If it's Kenny. But if it's Cody. But with Cody, you can't do that? It, the, the heat comes right onto the Bucks. Like, literally.
0: Now, we, we talked last night. You and I are in agreement. Uh Mr. Chris Am's, Mr. No B S. He does not see this as a Cody Heel turn. I absolutely took it as a Cody Heel turn. No, it's um, a Cody
1: Heel turn, man. 100.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And and all is right with the world. Even if Cody is playing a delusional baby face, that's still a heel character. <laughs> that's what
1: he's doing. That's
0: exactly what he's doing. It's 100%. that's still a heel character. Yep. Um, but last night, Jimmy T, as we wrap up this week's show, they did it. They freaking went and did it. They sent hook. Cody is giving his, his big post-match speech. We've got David Crockett in the ring everything's going down. And they send hook and hook and Cody. They have themselves a nice little moment and they, they shake hands. And Tony Khan basically says, all right, we're going to do it the next time we're down here in North Carolina. Turns out that's battle of the belts and then this good looking bastard right here (laughs) the hooker himself is going to get himself a match with cody rhodes in which case i say r.i.p hook's career because (laughs) all cody does is bury everybody um i mean think about it who's the last person that had a good feud with cody and his and their career took off (laughs)
1: That's a good question, actually. I've got to think now for a minute. Jugger. I mean, that seriously, me think, man.
0: everybody that Cody faces off with, uh, they go down the card. Every <laughs> single one of them.
1: Except for Kenny. Except for Kenny, man.
0: Wait, when Cody and Kenny haven't had a feud in AEW?
1: Oh, not what? in AEW, but... No,
0: I'm, I'm just saying in, oh, in AEW. AEW right.
1: um, yeah, nobody.
0: Nobody.
1: Nobody, man. Heck, I want him to start doing the the ring, the you know, kissing the ring of honor ring <laughs> again. TNT even AMJF ring. is doing that, right? Even AMJF is doing that gimmick. Cody doing that was so good in my opinion, though.
0: Cody would have been a great horseman. Um, Well, definitely, one hundred percent. So what? What are we doing? <laughs> Hook is clearly playing a heel that is over right. as a babyface. Cody is clearly playing a baby face who was over (laughs) as a heel
1: Cesaro would land
0: man that's what this shit is I like it though it's weird man it's weird it's not is Hook ready for this can you put Hook in a ring with Cody Rhodes at a big show on TNT Battle of the Belts it's basically their first clash of the champions TNT championship on the line and you're gonna do Hook versus Cody Dude, if you asked me this after his debut,
1: I would have told you no. After this week, though, I don't know, man. I'm on the hook chain, bro. I don't know what it is. This stud is good, man. Yeah, he can't sell, but forget that. He knows. He's a technician, bro. He
0: works just like his old man, too, man. Cody is going to be like a foot taller than him. Have like 80 pounds on him. It's true. And he's Cody. you're right but this kid is got
1: balls man is it gonna matter i think it would be a lot better and closer than you think um i just hope if cody goes over
0: he's just i don't care if you're doing this for heat right okay wait if cody goes over would you actually entertain after two matches mind you two matches (laughs) would you actually entertain putting the tnt championship on hook at Battle of the Belts. Dude, you could do the Jericho fucking
1: sort of win-loss sort of scenario. Remember back in 2000, I believe, or 99? Yeah, when he took when, the title from Hunter. Right. And then, you know, Hepner you got it back.
0: You cannot do that.
1: That will get the kid even more over, though, dude. Think about it. And then the heat on Cody. Oof, that's nuclear, dude. That is Nuclear.
0: And they don't call him Triple C for nothing, Jago. I, I get the heat on Cody. Um, that absolutely would be beneficial. I don't know how much Hook gets out of that.
1: Oh, man. I just think the crowd will be burnt, dude, to the point where they'll be cheering Hook out of the building and booing fucking
0: Cody <laughs> all the way back to Georgia, bro. So are you turning all of Team Taz's baby face and doing that? Hook is turning Team Taz's baby face, bro. But that's what I mean, because you also have Ricky Starks involved. Uh, We have Powerhouse Hobbs involved. We have Taz himself involved. Um, Hook is Ricky Starks right now. Yeah, but the problem is we heard Hook say anything. Doesn't have to, dude. He does if he's the champ. (laughs) If he's the champ, did
1: Taz really say much? I mean, he did. They get me wrong. I was going to say, Taz
0: talked he an did, awful lot when he Fuck, was the he
1: really did. And he said a lot of profanity. But earlier, before he became the shit, he didn't say shit. You know what I mean? He was just a human suplex
0: machine, Tasmaniac gimmick. You know what I mean? That but eventually I mean, started even talking like, shit. I feel like Hook's entire kind of gimmick, his entire persona, should be too cool for school. Like, I'm just here to Funny like- be- is. It is, but when you go back and watch that match last night, there was a couple of times where Hook was kind of eating it up, where you got a couple of these and like he's egging the crowd on. He stops as he's going up the ramp and turns around and takes it all in. He knows, dude. He gets it. Like, really, he does he does but like taz was this dark and brooding character granted the right. towel helped having the towel over his head
1: absolutely absolutely the, the
0: whole win if you can survive if i let you um one of my favorite catchphrases in all of pro wrestling 100%. history taz doesn't get enough credit at how
1: good he really was oh yeah man. agreed he was a machine he was not only the human suplex
0: machine but he fucking was a machine dude Hook has had two matches on national TV and has never said a word. And he's over and we're entertaining putting the TNT (laughs) championship on this kid. Like I'm just saying, I think everybody, the entire IWC, Tony (laughs) Khan, the EVPs. (laughs)
1: Oh my God.
0: Everybody needs to pump the brakes just a little bit on this kid. But but I think think we're setting him up for failure. I really hold
1: on. He's got this natural charisma that he – I don't get it either, dude. I don't know what it is. He's just – he's got something, and it's working,
0: dude. It's working, but I I, let it be organic. Let it I think it has been. He's had two matches, bro. Two Two matches. matches. but,
1: But before his matches, everyone was giving him shit. Think about that for a
0: second. But But then once he debutes, and now you want to put him in the ring with arguably the biggest star in the company for the championship.
1: Well, yeah, I totally agree. That thought would have never crossed my mind, right? It involves TK, right? But since they did, but since they went that way, I'm not hating on it, but you're
0: right. I get striking while (laughs) the iron is hot, but right just calm your tits a little bit, TK. Calm (laughs) your tits. (laughs) We'll see where this goes anyway. First off. So that's going to wrap things up for this week's blow off. Thanks for watching and or listening. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button and then visit us over at markmedia.com. Search at markmedia on your favorite podcast listening device and visit us over at the Hameen Media Group channel, attitude.com. Keep up with me across social media platforms at not michaeljargo.com, which will also take you to at markmedia.com. Jimmy T tell the peeps, the freaks and the Greeks, what you got going on this upcoming week. Are you going to be podcasting until we sit down to do another show together? Damn.
1: You know, that's a good question. I hope <laughs> not, man. I want to take a little breather because tonight has been crazy, but you can find me at tweet on Twitter at DJ mass effects and at PwC network. And also, please like and subscribe right here at markmedia.com.
0: And also, you can find me at the pwcnetwork.podbean.com Keep an eye open for a new edition of Destino, a New Japan Pro Wrestling podcast. That's going to be coming back in your ear holes here in the very, very immediate future. I'm going to sit down with my new friend, Noah. We're going to do the Wrestle Kingdom preview. And then, of course, I'm lining up uh, all of the man's men. And we're going to get, get somehow... One way or another, it's going to be Mighty Joe Morin, 8-Track Brown, and Billy Ray oh. Valentine all joining me for the Wrestle Kingdom wrap-up. Of course, we got three days worth of bullshit to talk about. And boy, <laughs> is there going to be a lot of bullshit after night three. We will talk to you next week right back here next Saturday morning. We'll be back on our regular schedule for a new edition of The Blow Off. For now, we're off like a prom dress. See ya! Happy holidays.